What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BJJ Balance Podcast. My name is Matt at Oast Nation. This is Kenny at The Freak Party. The Freak Party. Um, before we get started, I kind of want to get into how you can find us. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, uh, Instagram, YouTube. We're pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. We're spreading Google like Podcasts, Samsung. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus. Dude, we're moving. It's a love revolution. And it's growing <laughs> and we're and we're just spreading and spreading. And I want to thank you guys. I want to thank everybody who's subscribed so far and follow us on all our um all our outreach and all our channels so far. Um it's been a fun ride thus far and we're just getting started. So for a month in what we've accomplished so far is pretty cool to see especially yeah. when i when uh, kenny sends me the the numbers and the you know what's going on it's crazy like we're like top 50 in the wrestling category and and apple yeah and it's like rick flair and like all these like legit like professional wrestlers that have been on tv for 30 years and then there's just matt and kenny right. just on fire coming up the ranks and that's all um we owe that all to you guys so thank you guys very much um, tell your friends, share us, all that stuff. Uh, leave in reviews too. So like you, you have the option to leave like <clears throat> an Apple podcast review and then you have an option to leave like, you know, on a rating of five, one to five stars. You don't have to leave a comment. You can, if you know, it's appreciated, but you can also do the same in, um, in Spotify and that boosts us in Spotify algorithm, which then makes us easier to find. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Leave a review. I always hear people saying that in the podcast hey leave a review i'm like okay well that's why okay right. i didn't even know i'm a meathead i don't know much about this kind of stuff um i just talk out my ass uh but yeah again thank you i also want to say congrats to uh jeffa if i'm okay if i'm pronouncing your name wrong i am so sorry but jeffa mui okay i'm thinking it's jeffa mui um from girl jits Girls Jits. I'm going to get this right real quick. Hold Chick on. Chick Jitsu. Chick Jitsu. Sorry. Chick Jitsu. Uh, I put a post. Every once in a while, I'll do this on Oast Nation. Like, tag somebody who needs to be followed that no one's really followed. Like, a badass that no one really knows about. Um, and uh, everybody was tagging her, tagging her, tagging yeah, her. I, so, I uh, congrats to you. Um, everybody go follow Chick, Chick Jitsu. Chick Jitsu and Jeff Amui and... Uh, yeah, help her grow. I guess she's doing tournaments. She's doing all this all-girl tournaments. And, yeah. Um, she's a black belt, and she's doing all this good stuff. So congrats to her. I'll be doing another one of those here. I do them like once a month, twice a month, or maybe some, or sometimes just sporadic whenever I feel like it. So there'll be more coming. Um, so congrats on that. Today, I kind of want to talk about – let me look at my notes here. Sorry. Uh, today, I kind of want to talk about um, <laughs> apparently black belts are douchebags. Okay, and I, 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 <laughs> according and to the comments, we put out a re I put up we put out a short reel, whatever platform they call it, t TikTok, whatever. We put that out because we're on all those networks. Follow those, you know, jujitsu, ju jujitsu, jujitsu weeds out douchebags. Yeah, and oh, and and for the most part, I think everybody agreed. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say overall, if you just went off of like liking. With a ton of likes. A lot of people agree with it, obviously. But in the comments, there was a lot of uh, hate on, on Black Belt specifically. Black Belt. Oh, Black Belt douchebag here. Oh, this guy's a Black Belt. He's a... Hey, okay. And bringing up certain... I'm not going to say names. We're bringing up certain Black Belts that have like a, a, a checkered history of stuff. like And just like pinpointing that. Like, 
if I said football players are all pretty cool and you're like, but OJ Simpson, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. It's like the haters on, and it's like, everybody's hating on the black belts, but black belt is kind of like what everybody's training to become. Right. Well, at least that's what I was training to become. Right. That was my goal. I'm sure that's your goal. I, I think all these guys are just going to stop at Brown. Yeah. Okay. They're just like, I can't get my black. I don't want to become yeah. an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't get it. Like I, have I met have I met um assholes? Yeah. Yeah. At every belt ring. Anyway, I mean there's guys you don't like, but I'm saying generally they get weeded out. That's all I was trying to say. There's exceptions to every rule and everything. And overall, most people that train jujitsu are pretty cool. Yeah. Occasionally there's a douchebag. Most people that I work with are pretty cool. Occasionally someone at my work is an asshole. There's always somebody somebody doesn't like. Yeah. You know? Um, generally, it's the purple belt. <laughs> generally, hey, there's always that single purple belt. Okay? And I always make memes and I always make reels and stuff about this. The purple belt that steals your girl. Yeah. Because I've seen it. I've seen it so many times. Really? So a lot of these guys get mad at these purple belts. These purple belts will be coming in there slant. Yeah. You know, they're usually single. Because, you, you know, and it's white the, belts and blue belts. The hotness is the purple belt, man. The Leave your ladies belt. at home. The purple belt is dangerous. You got to keep your eye on the purple belt. He's wild. He shows up late. His hair is always done. You know what I mean? Like, he he's here for your girl. <laughs> <laughs> he's here for your girl. You got to be ready about that. That's what he showed up for. You know? Um, so people be like, oh, where do you get your inspiration from your memes? I get my inspiration from my memes from... Being in the gym. The mat time I've spent at the gym. Yeah. I do all inside stories that I see that that's how... That's how I make the meme. Like, I don't know how you do it. Where do yeah. you come up? How did you think of that? I was like, just a random story that I right just comes to me. We have enough enough years on the mat like you do. Yeah, you're gonna. And then you've got the gym. You, you also come in a large gym, so there's a lot of people. You've got right. a lot of inspiration to pull from. Exactly. Yeah. If you go to a gym that has ten people, then it might be a little more difficult to run. And you get these inside stories when it's the after the gym. When the class is over and everybody's just shooting, shooting the shit, hanging out, you get all the inside jokes and this, you know, and you get that like, oh, did you know that uh, so-and-so said Purple Bell is talking to the new girl over there? Like, really? Isn't she married? What the? Okay. Well, I'm going to make, there's, there's, that's where I get my freaking, that's where I get all my uh, intel. So that's how I make them. People have asked me like, where do you get your ideas for this stuff? I was like, I don't know, man. It just comes to me. This is how my brain works. If your wife is training and you don't. And she's got a purple belt's phone number in her phone. <laughs> Be cautious. Like I said, yeah, exactly. I might. Okay. Am I a black belt legit? I would like to say I'm legit. Am I the best black belt in the world? Fuck no. I'm not the best black belt in the world. I'm not even, I'm not claiming to be. Can't, might I be one of the funniest black belts in the world? I would like to think I'm pretty funny. I like to think that like I have a quick wit about me and I'm a good talker. So yeah. That's where I hang my hat, because that's where I hang my hat. I'm gonna I'm gonna place you right up there with Hanato Laranja. Uh, Laraja yeah. and Craig Jones and all of that. You know, I'm not I just I like that I'm a silly goose. I like to have fun. So that's where I get my inspiration. Um and you guys threw the fun back at me yeah. this week. Someone said I look like Tua, Tunga Tunga Glova or whatever, the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. And I'm like, oh, I don't see that. I'm not Samoan, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Someone said I look like Steven Crowder. Now, I kind of laughed at that one because yeah. I didn't know who that was. And I finally clicked on him and I was like, all right, I can see that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. He, he was like, that's what he just Steven Crowder question mark. I was like, are you saying that Matt looks like Steven Crowder? Like, <laughs> yes, that was the, the response. Yes. OK, yeah, well, that, that's me. Um, <laughs> Steven Crowder. Um, uh, I had posted a clip of me rolling just for like the page because I figure like some people want to see like, who's this guy talking? Is he actually trained? I posted a clip of me rolling last week. Um, just a little quick, quick one. And um, someone's like, it must be real nice. You guys are coming. Hey, when you guys come in funny in the comments, I I laugh my ass off. So yeah. don't feel like you can't come in funny. Someone's like, must be nice waking up at 6 a.m. and have to roll with a bear. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. And then I do a little bit of inversion. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And people are like, what the? Yeah. Like, like big, was, big boys can invert big too. Big boys can invert too, man. We out here. I'm bur- like, I've been trying to tell you guys, I'm not genetically big. I am burrito big. Okay. That's a difference. <laughs> That's called I got married. I had a knee surgery. I ate a lot of food when I recovered, put on a little bit of baby weight, and I'm trying to get it off. I, uh, I you posted a yearbook picture, a high school yearbook picture. Yeah. It might have been on Facebook or something. Yeah, small. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, we really filled out. <laughs> we really filled out. And I'm going to tell you this right now um, the camera puts on 622 pounds. <laughs> I've been trying. <laughs> okay. We all know that. Like if, you, if you saw me, I'm like, wow, you look way smaller. I'm just telling you that right now. The camera puts on 622 pounds. So you guys said I look like celebrities, and that got me to thinking, if you had to choose two people, any people, any walk of life to roll, who would you choose? I think the obvious answer, and it's not my answer, but the obvious answer would be, the current president and the former president. <laughs> Dude. My wife, I told my wife this question, her immediate response without zero hesitation, Oprah and Dr. Phil. Oprah and Dr. <laughs> Phil. I'm Oprah might take her. Yeah. Take him, rather. Dr. Phil. Mm. He's from Texas. He's from Texas. He, he ain't gonna play that game. Yeah, yeah. He probably I, played a little high school football. But she it depends. Like what Oprah we getting fat Oprah? Or we getting skinny Oprah. Right. You don't right. know who you're getting. You know what I mean? She's a thinker. Oprah and Dr. Phil. That's a, I didn't think of those two. Yeah. Um, you were going double presidents. That is going to be the worst round you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> it's it's about 90 seconds of uh, grunting and then a lot of exhaustion, gasping for air. Like, like Shane Gillis says, every time I see Biden get off stage, he's like, he looks like a Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's like a Roomba. He doesn't know where to. I can only imagine him rolling. You know what I mean? How funny that would be. Uh, um, for me, I'm choosing Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles because I want to see if this invisible jujitsu is the real deal. Do they do they start <laughs> near each other? You have to start touching, right? I want to. I, I want to see if everybody's like, "Do you roll blindfolded?" I'm like, "You told me that like yeah. a couple of ago." It's like I never have. I want to see that. I want to put Wonder in a camp, and I want to put <laughs> Charles in a camp, and I want them to roll, and I want to see, you know, who's got the skills. That's who I would choose. If they were, well, if one of them was alive still. Yeah. Are they the same age? Are we Are we talking like both? You get prime, you know, you get prime, both of them in the prime. Okay. Um, they're both on the piano, and they both just turn away from the piano, and they just meet up, and they just go for it. Just drop to the floor and just grabby roll towards each other. Yeah. 
I'm going to probably give Ray Charles the advantage because Diet Coke. True. He he's a little he's a he was a little f- smaller, not smaller, thinner. The jujitsu was built for the small guy. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wiry. So, um, how was your training over the week? Good. Um, I've been coming down with this weird kind of sickness thing, so I only trained one day because I was like afraid to go into the gym. Mm. And then after three days of just like I feel fine, I just have like an odd cough. I was like, screw it, I'm going. So it was good. I I had good rounds that day. Um. Uh, we had guest instructor because uh, so Jay was out, so I had we had Kuya, Kahil, and, yeah, and um, uh, Steve. Okay, and, cool, yeah, yeah. Kahil, good instructor, man. Yeah, for sure, a good takedown game. Yeah, a lot of good takedowns. He, uh, it was, I guess, his first day back. I guess he had some sort of an eye surgery. He had or something an eye, like that. The retina or something, ripping it in his eyeball. He said he had like three surgeries on it or something. So it yeah, was his man. first time back. He said he was going a little, a little. Uh, Light, little, little light, yeah. He's a good dude, man. Yeah. Um, I, uh, one of my guys I was training, I was sitting on the wall, and okay, now, and the guy's like, Hey, man, I listened to the podcast. What are you sitting on the wall for? I was like, Hey, dude, <laughs> that was last week, bro. <laughs> Someone called me. New out. goals, new, new goals. goals this week, dude. I got new goals. It's not even that week. Yeah. Got new goals. Um, but yeah, man, we're blowing through these things real quick. Uh, well, sticker pack. Um, we're coming up with a sticker pack. Sticker pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, wife made some designs. Uh, I'll get those ordered up here this we'll week. We'll post them on the BJJ Balance page. I'll share them on Ost Nation. They're yeah. pretty cool. Um, definitely like them. Uh, never trust a rash guard. Um, so you kind of want to talk about, as we were talking about via text, cross-training benefits, right? So to me, there's huge benefits to cross-training. Yeah. Well, um, I've, I've heard, and I think we've talked about this a little bit, but I kind of want to get more in depth on it. Um, and then whether it's like you're just getting tournament style feel. Right. And you're cross training. I well, I was talking uh, not just necessarily like other disciplines. Like obviously there's definitely a benefit to training judo takedowns or wrestling takedowns or just wrestling body control and whatnot. But more specifically, uh, like, um, like cross training, um, like gym stuff. You know what I mean? Like, um, sometimes it can be a disadvantage to be a really muscular guy. Mm. Um, y- you know, you've got more muscle that's taking more oxygen out of your body. Yeah. If you don't have an, an amazing gas tank already, you could gas quickly. You know, yes, there's definitely benefits to being strong, but I've seen guys. So I went and watched the, um, uh, in person, the ADCC uh, Open in Orange County a couple months back. It was like in April. And there was a guy there that was, uh, he was a, a shorter guy, but he he was built like Conan. Just the the, the look of him, just mm. like, just, just ripped, shredded, huge shoulders, huge traps. Very scary in the bullpen. Yeah, but, but there's definitely, there was some skinnier guys that, Maybe we're maybe a little more flexible or like, you know, when you're, when you have massive biceps and triceps, like there's certain chokes that he just wasn't able to, you know I mean? Mm-hmm. Things he's going for that he's just not going to get. Cause his game is definitely, you definitely get like your game gets changed to your body and whatever your body is. And I've said this before, if you're bigger, you know, and you got a belly, use your belly. If you got, if you're really jacked, you know, you're probably gonna have heavy top game pressure. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, you're, you're it's a give and take on your cardio. Right. Um, this is why I think jujitsu is the best martial art. Um, it's because you, the, a jujitsu athlete is not afraid to fix his holes. Right. 
Right. So some guy, I was like, hey, man, my takedowns suck. I'm going to sign up for judo. Right. You know what I mean? I'm going to take an MMA fight. I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. I'm going to go train stand-up. A jiu-jitsu guy is not afraid to find, to assess his dif, uh, his deficiencies in the game right. and then fix them. And for someone who's like a Muay Thai guy. It's it, like the end-all be. No, a Muay Thai wins. Yeah. No, I don't need that shit. I'll just, you know, they're just like too prideful. Other martial arts are so prideful. Yeah. And I think you also get that a lot in Krav. Krav, they're actually, they'll be like, wow, man, I'm, I've seen a lot of guys from Krav come over just to straight jujitsu. And I know guys who do both. So it's kind of like, I think Krav is also another art where they can like assess, self-assess themselves and then fix themselves. I don't think that that's rooted in, um, you know, an ancient culture either. You know what I mean? Like that's a what is it, Israeli military-based martial arts. So I think the whole point of it is just to be as effective as possible. So if you're ineffective in a certain area, then, like, yeah, obviously let's fill that gap. And I'm not a guy who's going to shit on other martial arts. I think all martial arts are beneficial in some facet. Yeah. Um, I feel like the guy who does all the crazy jump kicks and flips and stuff, like, that was probably pretty beneficial when you're fighting horses. Right. And you have to jump like a guy off a horse or something like that. You know what I mean? Like... But when you're thinking it in close quarter combat where there's walls and stuff and you can get someone, you know, turn and face them in the wall and dump them, right. that's why I think jiu-jitsu is the best. Would I want to fight Floyd Mayweather or a legit boxer on a football field? Right. And he just backing up and just peppering me with that jab? Right. Probably not. Right. But, like, if I could turn and all of a sudden, like, we, I turn the angle and next thing there's a wall behind him and I could get to the wall and close the distance and take him down? Right. So that's why I think jiu-jitsu is the best martial art because we are not afraid to say, hey, my stand-up sucks. I'm going to take a wrestling class or I'm going to take a judo class, in which I feel like judo even. Yeah. And I know some guys who do both. But the guy who is just a judoka feels like jiu-jitsu, they they stole from us. We don't need jiu-jitsu. Right. And and that's wrong. Yeah. I, I... I'm not super familiar with judo other than... Yeah, we got to watch what we say. Right. Because, hey, holy fuck, guys. (laughs) Dude, we're just talking here. Yeah. We had guys come in the comments like... I made a comment about the belt system being adopted from Taekwondo. Admittedly, I was wrong there. He he said, I might be wrong on this, but I think I remember bro science, guys. Yeah, 100% bro science. (laughs) And I caught I caught flack in the comments, tons of it, tons of it. DM <laughs> uh, when I went to to the gym the next week. We have a guy there that that trained judo in the past, and he was uh, coach walks up to me, Jason. He's just like, yeah, so and so's got a bone to pick with you. I was like, about what? He's like the belt system. I was like, oh god. And I was like, look, I know, I know. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Like, <laughs> but uh, I, I think I interrupted what you were trying to say. But um, yeah, I, I I don't understand. Um, cross training is definitely the thing. It's good for you. It's good to weight lift. It's good to, you know, be strong for sure. Like, if two guys are the same technique level, right? Then it goes to the next attribute: strength, right? Or cardio. So I I saw um on one of these little jujitsu forum things I'm in this weekend and uh, or this week, and a guy had mentioned. He goes, I'm a white belt. I'm 50-something years old. Uh, he goes, I was in the gym a lot before I started training jiu-jitsu. 
And he goes, recently in roles, people have been telling me, oh, you're really strong. And then somebody told me that that's kind of like a backhanded compliment. And there was some conversation back and forth. And as a white belt, like you don't have a lot of tools. You know, I, I get that the, the backhanded compliment is you should be using technique, not strength. But if you don't have any technique, you should use what you have. Right. Like you men just mentioned earlier. And I think it, when I when I hear arguments and things like that, I always try to think like, okay, well, if the shoe were on the other foot, like what would be the opposite into that? So it's like you don't see strong guys going to, you know, flexible guys. Well, you know, if you weren't. Exactly. You're, you're really flexible. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. You don't look at. Hey, why don't you tone your flexibility down a little bit and <laughs> focus on some technique. so many times. I can't even count that. I've rolled and we've brought this up that like, someone's like, oh, you're too strong. We've yeah. brought this up. And there's, I've never said, dang, you just got too much cardio or, Hey, <laughs> you're too fast. You know, to, you know, I yeah. can't, this is not something. Why don't you tone the speed down a little bit and focus on some technique. Use what brought you to the dance. If you come in and you're, uh, you're fucking jacked. Congrats. Cause it's, it's hard to get jacked. Yeah. And maintain it. You're doing it, man. Like that's your, as a base white belt, that's your, that's your that's your money yeah. right there. Be strong. Avoid being spazzy, but be strong. Right. Like it's not your fault, you know. If you're way bigger than a guy, like to me, sometimes I'm way bigger than my guys I'm rolling with. Right. And I can't help that. Their their mom and their dad like the spinner. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't help that. That's not my fault. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, hey. I, this is the way I'm built, dude. I'm built like a square. Okay? I can't help that, you know, you know, your dad's into small girls and now you're small and that sucks. Right. But guess what? You could still be great at jujitsu. And I have been beat by plenty of guys really, really, really small. Yeah. They do got endless cardio and they have great technique and they're crawling <laughs> all over me. So just whatever you bring into the dance, don't be afraid to use that. And by cross training at other gyms or doing other martial arts to get better at certain things. I think that's great. Yeah. Do you do any, anything else other than I lift? Yeah. I lift. I like to hit the gym. Uh, when the family's asleep, I go there, try to work out when I can. I don't do it as much as I used to, which I feel like now that I got this little eight weeks coming off here, I got six to eight weeks off for the baby bonding coming up. Okay. So now I'm going to like really focus on lifting and training, lifting and training, almost like treat, replace my job with that stuff. Okay. To get me in shape for um, next year for competing. Nice. So I'm really going to focus and hone in on doing that. I've already started eating better by fasting. I've done like for two weeks or a week of pretty good intermittent fasting. Okay. So, yeah, here, when do I go on vacation? I think like right after Thanksgiving is when I start my week. So I'm going to miss all the holidays. Okay. And then have that off with the family and just training. So I'm pretty excited about that. So. You do um, like uh, like isolated workouts, like back and by chest and try. That so kind of thing. My, my gym regimen is chest, and between every set, I'm knocking out 20 push-ups. Okay. And then I'll do uh, buys and back, legs on Wednesdays, tries and shoulders on Thursdays, and then uh, Friday, I kind of just mix up whatever I feel like I didn't I pushed out on okay for the week and then I usually take the weekend off. That's how I would always lift. But uh I don't know. I, you know, I'm not 
I've been known to skip leg day sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I love lifting. I love just getting there and being by myself. And it's something you can do really, really slow. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not really into the hit workouts where it's like, go, go, keep the heart going. I'm like, I'll sit there in two minutes before my next set and right. like chill. You know what I mean? It's kind of like more of like a, just to kind of get away and not have to worry about, you know, it's one of the few things I can do now where I don't have to worry about like helping somebody or I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I've, I've, I've read stuff that's where there's benefits to taking long rests in between sets and whatnot, just so that when you step up for that next set, you've got maximum power back forward again. And I feel like working out is like, it's just like jujitsu when it weren't lifting in the gym is just like jujitsu because yeah. you don't. And, and especially, okay. So this, okay, this is great. And I just thought it was on the fly. Lifting in the gym is like taking a jujitsu class for a girl. You're so scared of the free weights. Right. So you just go to the cardio machines. No, I don't. You know, I'm not saying you. <laughs> I'm saying females. Yeah. They're so scared because it's intimidating as shit. Yeah. So then that's the same thing with guys when they want to try jujitsu. It's very intimidating because yeah. you don't know what to do. You don't know how to put your gi on. You right. don't know any of the stuff. You don't know the unwritten rules. And all these guys are just, you know, rolling. It's very intimidating. Right. I can kind of see that's how females feel, I think, when it goes to like the traditional gym. Right. Unless they have a buddy who knows how to lift, who showed them. Well, so when I met my wife, I remember her telling me like, oh, I, she like really liked working out, working out. And she was doing. <laughs> she watches this, dude. Careful. She, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. She, no, she, this this will go some places. She, she'll agree oh, okay. with this. And she was doing like a lot of like like resistance band stuff. And then I remember talking to her about like she wanted a bigger butt. I'm like, you got to squat. She's like, well, I do squat. And I'm like, with weight, you know, like you got to lift weight. Can't just squat with rubber bands. Like you're never going to get a giant ass doing that. You got to pick up heavy shit and put it down. You pick it up and set it down. Yeah. So she, uh, she is hard as fuck at that now. She just. Oh man. She makes me feel like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Every morning. I'll see your IG story. It's yeah. like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I mean, am I up? Yeah. Yeah. I'm already usually at gym or whatever, but like, yeah, I see it and I'm like, damn, dude. Yeah. She goes hard. She goes hard. That's, that's great. Um, but yeah, I think that's the same thing. Like I was saying, it's the same thing that the girls feel the same way as the guys going to the gym. So it's kind of like, it could be intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're going in, if you're not going to like a fundamentals class or like a, you know, a, a white An intro class. Yeah. Yeah. And I and feel like that's what those are so good for is because it's not so much like the fundamentals are important because they're very important, but it's kind of like everybody's new here too. Right. And I don't, I don't feel like. Right. I'm right. giving this purple belt bad work. Right. There's nothing worse than rolling with a guy. Cause this happened to me when I rolled Bashesha. Okay. Okay. So there's nothing worse than rolling with a guy. You're a white belt. He's a purple belt and he's just like playing with you or he's like teaching you and showing stuff during the roll, which is fine. I right. love doing that. But you're like, man, I didn't give him any work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He wasted around. He he didn't get his full go from me. It could have been a rest round for him though, too. You could know what I mean? He could have just had a hard round. Like, let me. I roll with Bishesha. I was like, all right, cool. Like, great. Let's. That's Poncho's like, we're gonna go down there get him work. He's got a big match coming up, and he needs big guys. He's like, all right, say less. Right. Drove down to um, headquarters. Roll with him. Poncho tells him that I like lasso. I'm like, what the fuck, Poncho? 
Uh, he's really into these things. He's like, Portuguese words here, <laughs> lasso, points at me. I'm like, all right, the only thing I had. Anyways, uh, roll them. He doubles me. He subs me like six times. Oh, wow. He did 10 minutes from the feet standing. Six, seven times. It absolutely destroys me. And I'm like, dude, I was like, I'm sorry. I wanted to apologize to the guy. Right. Because I felt like, dude, like there's like Luis Ponza and Poncho and all these other big names that roll with them. Right. And me. And I'm like, a brown belt. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I, like, <laughs> I was like, I hope I helped you in some kind of way. Like, I don't know, like, need some water. Like, like I felt so bad. And the reason, you know, I, he knew I liked lasso. I wouldn't even, I didn't even get a chance to even grab a sleeve on the fucking guy. Oh, wow. Like, he was so explosive. But, you know, maybe, you know, if I had a better lasso, I could get off. Anyways, because I feel like people don't level up their money moves. Right. And I feel like you have to level up your money moves. People get away from their original moves that they love in jujitsu because their teammates start figuring them out. Right. Or, you know what I mean? They're like, the scissor sweep is the best. It's the best, coolest move you learn as a white belt. You're like, fucking scissor sweep, dude. Right. Fucking right. sick. Oh, they're, they're over and I'm on top. Your now. kid comes, scissor sweep. You're fucking, <laughs> your wife's coming out, scissor sweep. Like everybody's just getting it, dude. You scissor sweep the world when you first learn that shit. And then you figure out, like, wow, the guy just put his hands on my kneecaps and now he shut my shit down. Like right. I, my scissor sweep don't work no more. You know what I mean? But like you can level up your scissor sweep. Right. And Phil in our gym, he's a world-class scissor sweeper, dude. The guy scissor sweeps me still. He kicks the knee. He high knee shield. There's different ways because he didn't abandon it. He stayed right. with it. People know someone likes half guard. People know that he likes half guard. People know that Lucas Late likes half guard. Right. But he still gets the half guard, and he right. still sweeps you anyway because he's leveled up his money moves so much. Do you think it's just a matter of practicing more or just kind of expanding upon that move? I feel like it's it's reps. Okay. It's been put into that. You get put into that situation so many times. Um, you can get to, he probably, like, a guy like Lucas, Lucas Late, he probably gets the half guard not even trying to get the half guard. Right. It's like, like same thing with me. His like, muscle memory. And I'm not so even developed. saying like I'm like a great, like a, I'm very good. I, lasso is the guard I like to play. I'm not saying like a world class lasso, but I find myself in my rounds automatically. My legs just like I'm not even thinking about it. It's like jujitsu is like tying your shoes. Right. Okay. When you first start jujitsu, you're five years old as a white belt. And you're like, I know the concept, the concept of tying my shoes. I was like, I know I got to make a loop. I got to go around, make bunny ears, put it through the hole, pull it through. Oh, missed it. Right. Retry again. And then eventually, oh, got it. After you've done it, you've leveled up your money move so many times, you just naturally start putting your, you're just like, I'm not even thinking. I'm just tying that bitch. Right. So it's kind of like, this is like tying up your shoes. And I feel like you should level up your money moves to get to a, uh, a spot where you're just naturally doing it. Like a big guy's first thing a big guy levels up is the stack pass off a triangle. Don't First of all, little guys don't triangle big guys. That's dumb. Okay? Because we're going to make you, you're going to lick your knee, and we're going to come in the side, we're going to get real nice and cozy. So don't triangle big dudes. They're probably 
wide enough that you're not getting in anyway. You're going to put it. We want, we're like, I call, put my hand in a holster. I'll put my hand right here in the holster. And I'm like, put my neck out, like shoot your legs up <laughs> just so I can come. Cause we don't want to do the work. Go and put ahead. our hands. We don't want to put our knee into the center line and we don't want to break the guard open. We don't want to stand up and break the guard the right way. We'd rather just do it lazy and let you miss your triangle. So we can just nestle right in. Don't triangle big guys. First of all, rule number one. So yeah, that's, that's the, you know, we've leveled that up. Big guys are like, Oh, as soon as the triangle comes on, big guy, shoulder shrug, boom, side control. That's the first move big guys level up. I think um, when, you, when, you've, when you figure out in your gym who, who's figured out your game, I think it's good to go with those people specifically because they – so, like, I play half guard and I play um, uh, lockdown. Hmm. And there's guys in my gym that, that know it's coming. And they'll try to stop it, but they can't. And then there's guys that can actually mitigate it or, or get out of it and whatnot. So I go with them because, and I'm and I'm not going to change my game up. I'm as far as like I'm not going to not play lockdown. I'm going to figure out like maybe I played a little more loose this time, and I don't just lock it out. So that way they can't just break it with their traditional break. You know, putting the hands behind the butt and sprawling, sprawling out isn't, isn't going to work if I've just got my legs in the lockdown position, but I haven't locked you down yet. Well, see, like a lockdown for me with my bad leg, like I, I'm like, damn, all right, well, like I'll just be like, you're about to eat this shoulder, my man, because, <laughs> because I'm not going to make any funny movements unless I can get under the butt and then sprawl. Right. I'll do that. But uh, that, for the most part, like if someone locks down, like there's a guy, Sean, in our gym, he loves the lockdown too. And I'm like, oh, I got the lockdown on that leg. He's like, all right. And I'll end up getting out of it. But it's like, it's one thing I don't like is like not because I don't like it because oh you're gonna hurt my leg because I don't give a fuck like my leg's already mangled like right it's do your shit but like I'm like damn it got me in a lockdown like yeah. fuck but then also like I'm like all right well, I got to get out of it like it's part of jujitsu there is no uh, don't touch this when I roll it's not like if I'm rolling with you everything is open right like we talked on last week I don't like don't touch here don't touch there right right. So- Three quarters, but then three of my is, limbs don't the touch. The lockdown on hurt. my right leg is something I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, and that's the lockdown that you always go because, you know, I have a right-handed dominant guy is going to pass to his left. Yeah, you pass to your left, the legs are on your right leg. Maybe if I was a not such a meathead and wanted to work on my shit more, <laughs> I would pass to the I'd pass to the right, right, and then force the lockdown my left leg, and it wouldn't be no more pain. That's on me. And that's something I got to do. And that's something I'm going to work on this week. That's your goal? That's my goal. I'm going to try to pass to the right this okay. week. Tomorrow, my boy here is coming to train at my gym. Or at Poncho's gym, not my gym. But it's coming to train where the gym I train at. And he's going to take the class that I teach. And... I better not pass to your left. You call me. <laughs> you call me out. You'd be like, "Hey, you guys all know you passed the wrong side." I'm like, all right, all I'll right. make an IG video on my way out of the gym. This motherfucker <laughs> lied. <laughs> he lied. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for that uh, tomorrow. Um, what goals do you have? I think um, I think I'd like to. I, I'm going to steal yours from last time. I think I'd like to not sit out any rounds. Um, I need to start gearing up towards competing. Um, so 
I mentioned before that I've got a super supportive wife. She'll meal prep for me and all that stuff if, if it's time to compete. So she, in the past, had competed in um, uh, like NPC uh, fitness. I'm not sure what specific class that she was in. So she wants to do that at, in next year, at the beginning of next year as well. So I think we're both going to go into kind of like crazy clean, diet. Yeah, clean eating and, and just kind of discipline mode. What do the kids think about that when you guys are in that mode? Like, um, Damn it. Chicken again? My kid eats isolated meals anyways. My kid is so yeah. picky, dude. All she wants is mac and cheese, pasta, dude. chicken nuggets, corn dogs. And that's pretty much it. So Yeah, same. My kid is so picky. I'll be like, yeah. So um, I got some questions I posted on the story of Oast Nation and BGJ Balance. I asked, any questions on the pod? So... This is where I'm going to read some questions. We'll try to answer them the best we can. Um, what's your favorite ghee choke? Um, this is from Alpha Alpha Scrap HQ on Instagram. What's your favorite ghee choke? Mine is loop choke from anywhere I can get it. Me personally, not much of a loop choke guy. I just don't know. It's just something I never really got like because with my with my um, bad legs, I don't really like to have an open guard unless I have like a lasso or I have a spider and an open guard. So a lot of times you hit loop chokes from the butterfly. Okay. And so loop chokes, something I really don't like to do very often. But my favorite gee choke is usually the next one. I like choking guys from side control with gee chokes. I've got a bunch of them. Um, so there's a bunch of them, and you can. Uh, Look those up at uh, uh, Money Moves for a Big Guy on O's Nation BJJ YouTube. I, I have them on there. Out. So uh, there's a bunch of geek chokes I like to do from side control. So anything from side control, far lapel, geek chokes I like to do. You? Um, I am a um, in in nogi. I know we're, we're talking about geek chokes. So in nogi, I when I get the back. I'm rear naked all day, but in gi, I struggle with rear naked. And once Jason taught bow and arrow, I realized how often it was there. Oh, it's there. I bow and arrow the world at this point. Let's fucking just, regular fucking, fucking oh, Robin yeah. Hood Merryman over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, there's only three Robin Hoods. Yeah. To me. There's Kevin Costner. Yeah. The Fox. The Fox, yeah. And the dude in tights. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. no other Robin Hoods. Yeah. And if you guys think there's out. another Robin, if you fucking bring Russell Crowe up, go fuck yourself. <laughs> there's three Robin Hoods. And yes, the, the, bone arrow, the bone arrow choke is probably the most number one hit submission yeah. in jiu-jitsu tournaments. It used to be such a foreign move to me. Like it looked, it looks so complex when you don't it's understand not. it. It's so easy. The, it's whatever thumb. If you have some guys back, here's a little quick. And your right hand's over the top of the shoulder, like the choke arm, and your thumb in. If you basically arm drag and jump your butt cheeks to one side, yeah. And if you're on this side, you jump your butt cheeks inside. There, it's always there. It's boom, right? Boom. It's so easy. Yeah, yeah. Jay was showing us uh, this back take thing. So, like, let's say you're 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 trying to you don't have your hooks in. You're trying to to get something. You've got their back, but they're like sitting on their butt. Um, how to how to pull it from there instead? Like if he's, he's so good at the yeah arrow choke. yeah oh yeah. There's a couple of him uh, at my buddy Andrew. They're all big bow and arrow choke guys. Yeah. Next question from uh, Mario 
Mario Perito 509. If I butcher your name, my bad, brother. Um, how to deal with anxiety. In general? Like obviously it might be like anxiety with, with training or anxiety with competing, I'm assuming. He left it very vague. I get uh, competing wise, music for me. Throw the headphones on. Headphones. Yeah. Kind There's of C B D. Yeah. Some people put the drops into their tongue and they're chilling. There's yeah. obviously extracurricular activities that you could do. Right. <laughs> before coming into the, the train. I've done that. You know, you could smoke, whatever. Yeah. Um I wouldn't recommend them before competition, but you know, uh, Eddie Bravo would say otherwise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, anxiety reps kills anxiety too. So the more you compete, the easier it's going to get. Right. You know what I mean? Um, like I've said before, don't bring your family members to your, tr- to your uh, competitions. And they want to go so bad. They want to go so bad. They yeah. love you. You're the best. Your dad, your uncle, your papa, whatever. I, I think too. For, for those who've never competed or maybe you're going into your first comp too, soon or something like that, it's so short. Like, it, like when I went, I was there the whole day supporting, you know, Checkmate Murrieta, dedicated. There's, you know, you're watching matches all day. But when it's actually your time to go to the bullpen and compete. It's boom, boom. Yeah. It's so fast. It's And it, it, even I had like an eight-man bracket and I was there for like 20, 25 minutes and it was done. It's quick. Yeah. Um, but like you lose, like look, you don't want to lose in front of them. I've said this before. You don't want to lose in front of the people you love, and it's gonna nut you up. And you're yeah. gonna get in. so might as well have your opponent have his girl there, right? And his kids, <laughs> let him be nutted up. You're there with us. You're there with uh, the community you roll with every night. So you're not gonna be nervous because you lose in front of them every day. Right. And if you have anxiety, you're probably a lower belt. So you know you haven't got the reps in. So don't let that get you. Like. Just have fun. And I've said it before, live in the moments. Right. Like, don't, you're not living for wins and losses. You're living to say one day, like, look at me. When I'm old and gray, you have these pictures of you. And be like, damn, I was that fucking dude. Right. So that's, that, that, that's how I would kill anxiety. Reps, you could do medicinal stuff. You can listen to music, you know, but I think just reps and uh, just people you train with every day. That'll kill anxiety. Um, open mats. Open mats kind of get that same feel, right? Yeah. Because you're rolling with guys you don't know. Yeah. If you're going to like an open mat outside of your gym, go to other gyms. You walk in and if you go solo, you're not, you're not rolling with your boy. And you walk into this place. It's like, these are all foreign people. They don't know who you are. You don't know who they are. They don't know your skill level. You don't know their skill level. Get after it. You know what I mean? And, and when you fare decently well, Walk out of there with your head held high. Like I walk. That, that's essentially a competition scenario without the hype of the competition behind it. The kill anxiety. You've already look at most guys competing for the first time. You're not um, trying to be a world champion at jujitsu, right? You're yeah. not like that's not your goal, right? You're just a journeyman. You've already probably accomplished a bunch of stuff in your life. You've accomplished whether you've graduated school, your job, your family, your kids. Like, jujitsu isn't life. Jujitsu is just something you're doing. Right. So just focus on like just having fun. Right. And the anxiety will go. The um, the other thing too is, and this is something Jason I think has mentioned in the past uh, to us in class. Like, when you go to the comp, 
you've already done all the work. There's nothing that you're going to do day of that's going to change it for the better. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're not going to learn something in the parking lot really quickly or, or on the warm up mats that you're going to hit in that competition. We all know that good, good technique takes repetition and you're not hitting those reps. And this goes into the next question from this guy. Phil from the UK. Bonjour, my friend. <laughs> Wrong country, but okay. <laughs> Cheerio. Hey, every time like someone every time someone comments that's not from the United States, it's bonjour, dog. Okay. Bonjour, my friend. Uh, Phil from the UK. Any tips on my second comp coming up on Sunday? Well, congrats for signing up. That's the hardest thing to do because um, now you're in it. And what we just said, use all that. But everybody, so here's my here's my thing. Everybody has a strategy for the first 15 seconds of their jiu-jitsu match in their tournaments. Right. And uh, you have this takedown. And I know, and you know, Phil, you probably have this takedown that you're like, I'm going to try to hit this takedown I've been working on. Because it starts from the feet. And a lot of schools start from the knees. Right. And you're like, I'm going to hit this takedown. If I hit this takedown, I'm on top, I'm winning. I'm just going to hit this takedown. I'm just going to hit this takedown. This one takedown that I've been working on. Guess what? The guy you're going against, unless he's a wrestler of some sort, he's doing the same thing. Right. There's this takedown that he just <laughs> needs. Is if he hits this takedown. Well, let's just play defense. Let's have our elbows in and let's let him miss his takedown. Right. And you end up on top. And you end up on top. Yeah. Defensive wrestling wins early jujitsu matches. Yeah. Be heavy on your on your heels, heavy, everything. Always get the underhook grip if it's gi. Always get the underhook if it's no gi, and just ready to sprawl and let or let. Here comes the throw, and you just know what. Just wait for it and stay heavy and sprawl out and just. If you're thinking I'm sprawling on his takedown the whole time, you're golden, and. If it becomes an eighth grade slow dance where nothing's happening, you're just head to head and just freaking listening to Celine Dion and just dancing back and forth, the ref will break you up and he'll start giving out warnings. F who gives a shit? Right. I'd rather take a DQ and both walk away than lose this match. And this is Poncho strategy right here. After that second warning, guess what? Homeboy is going to shoot for that takedown. Right. And he's going to miss it, and you're going to be on top and win. So play that top game. Play that bully game, and everything's going to be okay. Smart. That's a smart tactic. What else we got? Um, well, I'll save them for the next podcast, the next ones. So, again, I want to thank you guys for uh, all the growth thus far on the thing. We're just getting started. A lot of stuff coming, a lot of stuff in the works. We finally got the ability to maybe have some guests soon, yeah, which is going to be really, really cool. We got a bunch of cool people lined up. If you want to be a guest Hit us up. on the BJJ Balance podcast, DM me on, at, on the Most Nation page. DM any of us at our uh, individual pages. DM BJJ Balance yeah. uh, Instagram, and uh, we could set that up, whether it's on the phone or whether it's in person, if you're a SoCali person. Um, we could figure it out. We might be able to even travel to you. Yeah, we've got we've got uh, the ability to do digital um, interviews and whatnot. So we could do FaceTime. We could do a, a Discord call. We we got all kinds of stuff. And we are on all social media networks. Yeah, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. So again, like us, subscribe to us on all those channels. 
Um, YouTube, the YouTube, YouTube. We are on YouTube. If you want to watch the full episode of this podcast and not just the clips, um, we're on YouTube. Yeah. Um, it's the at sign BJJ balance. Yeah. Podcast. You know? Yeah. If you just type in BJJ balance, you're going to get a bunch of other stuff. If you type at BJJ balance, it'll take you right to our page. So, and then click on the shorts and then click on our page and you can see the full episode. You can leave it up. You can listen to it. You can let your mom listen to it. Your dad, whatever, dude. We're all here. Yeah. Um, so again, thanks again uh, for all the love and support. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Oh.